And we are back. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Listen, gentlemen, it's that time of the year. It's uh, it's hot out right now. You don't want to be walking outside with a big old bush on you. Okay? Manscaped has perfected the ball hair trimmer. The past 18 months, they had guys cooped up in a lab perfecting this machine. Okay? The lawnmower 3.0, it'll shave around those uncomfortable areas of your balls. Underneath that cup, to the right, to the left, on top, wherever hair grows down below, Manscaped is here to help you. And guess what? Manscaped also gave High Button Sports a promo code. Use the promo code HBSports to get 20% off your order. Ladies, maybe you have a man in the relationship that's not taking care of that area. Pick him up a Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0. Go to the website, use the promo code HBSports, get 20% off your order. Give it to your man so you don't have to have that awkward conversation. He'll get the machine, he'll get the point, and then down below we'll be looking good. All right, gentlemen, let's get these balls looking good. They sent some over to uh, High Button Sports. They sent the product. You know, it's incredible. You can use it in the shower. It charges. You can use it for up to 90 minutes. Like, come on, you know, 90 minutes. You can charge it for an hour, take it on the road. You don't need to even bring the charger with you. Keep it in the shower. It's waterproof. No more buying those razors that are $50 from the grocery store, bringing them home, leaving them in your shower, and then the metal the, the metal rust, rust, the metal rust, the metal will rust. No more of that. Stop that. What are you doing? It's 2020. Manscaped, remember, go over to the website, manscaped.com, use the promo code HBSports, get 20% off your order, and just start living a better life. It's that simple. And just like that, we're back. Monday morning, or I guess Monday afternoon by the time this episode is out. Monday, man, what do you... It's Monday, this is the time to get after it. What do you want to do, you know? Monday morning, you got the whole week, you got Monday, you got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sunday, maybe not so much. Sunday, you know, you take, you, you don't do anything on Sunday. Sunday's where big leftovers, they eat everything in the fridge, you know, lazy. Maybe you watch that episode of, you know, whatever people are watching on Netflix now. Sunday, don't worry about it. But Monday to Saturday, what are you doing? It's the year of 2020. I know things maybe not, you know, things might not be going in your favor with this whole COVID thing, but everyone's going through the same shit right now. You know, what do you really want to do? Right now, I'm sitting in a basement talking into a microphone with curtains around me just by myself. It's a little bit creepy when you put it that way, but you know what I mean? I'm doing exactly what I want to do. What do you want to do? You know, you want to be a hockey scout? You go, you go go, watch some kids play hockey right now. Bring a clipboard. Wear one of those pea coats that those scouts wear. You know, get into that industry. Message, um, message Jordan Burke. Go to that hockey camp he's running. Sit in the stands. You know, write some shit down. Scout. You know, you want to build the next uh, Lego land. Go to Toys R Us. Get some Lego. Start building. You know, what else you want to do? I don't, you want to, you know, pass your MCAT. I don't know what an MCAT is, but I know a lot of people say this word, MCAT. Study for your MCATs. Pass the thing. You know, what What do you really want to do? This is the year of you. Every day is the day of you. You know, you, you can't let anyone justify what you're going to do any any day of the week. You got to wake up and do exactly what you want to do. And that's the word I want to preach today. Do exactly what you want to do. Today is Monday. You know, if you want to take a week off, go for it. Not my advice, but do me one favor. Let this week be the week of you. Go out and do exactly what the hell you want to do. Monday fucking morning. Anyways, today on the High Button Podcast, Matt McDonald. Who would have thought that? The stud. Plays for Shawinigan in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. We met Matt last year at uh, as he played for the Halifax McDonald's, my alumni team. Same with dudes. Um, 
I had a hell of a year last year. Went to the TELUS Cup. We met up with them in Atlantics in, uh, in PEI, and they ended up winning that. And then from that, we formed relationships with the players and the parents and then somehow made our way to the TELUS Cup. And, uh, you know, Matt was just a, an absolute stud in both Atlantics and uh, the TELUS Cup there, even re- through the regular season. We didn't follow the regular season that much, but um, from what we heard and looking at his age, you're just like, holy shit, this guy was 15 doing this in the Nova Scotia Major Midget Hockey League, then yeah, okay, this guy's going to go somewhere. And he did. He went to the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League last year, playing for Shawinigan as a 16-year-old. Um, so we're excited to have Matt on the podcast. He's going to be a, a great conversation with myself. Dudes is going to be here as well. So we hope you enjoy. Remember, this is the High Button Podcast. Dudes is here. We're talking to Matt McDonald. You know what comes next. Here we go. All right, boys, we're going. Matt, how are you? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm all right. He said thanks. Good for you, man. That's very polite. Have manners. That's right. <laughs> How's the summer going for you? Pretty good, man. Uh, training five days a week. Uh, I just got to PEI this weekend. I'm really happy about that. They opened up that bubble. Oh, you were stuck in that traffic? Well, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause <laughs> for people watching this, this is a little shortcut you can take. So when you get to the Amherst exit, we got off. Mm-hmm. And then we uh, we kept going past all the like McDonald's, Tim Hortons, all that, and we went to Tidnish, it's called. Yeah, yeah. And then cut over to New Brunswick. There, it's another border. Interesting. And we were the only car there. That's because nobody knows. Nobody knows that, that exists. Yeah. Whose call was that? I heard from Plandowski, who heard from someone who lives in Amherst. The word of mouth. It's yeah. a beautiful thing. That's you shouldn't have told that story. <laughs> well, no, I, I might have ruined it for everyone, yeah, man, but everyone's I, I heard that. there was three hours of traffic and all it, all oh my God. or whatever. And then it's, uh, it's crazy. And then I just, uh, yeah. So we went along with the the little shortcut. But where what'd you do in PEI? Yeah, why were you up there? You're running the sand dunes. We got a we got a cottage in Darnley. It's like kind little, of little closer side. to the mic. It's kind of north side, board. yeah. Yeah, it's fancy. You can, like, adjust it this way, too. Because, like... It's fancy, buddy. Do what you want with it. I just don't want to have it in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's the key right there. There we go. That's good there. There we go. I, I got to make sure the audio is no, good. No, just what he said. Oh, I don't want it in my mouth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's on camera. Like so, you're, what were you doing? You're at the cottage up in PEI. Just chilling around. Just, uh... We got a golf cart and a moped, so I just rip around on those. Pretty fun. Did, left my golf clubs at home, but... No. First time over, so we were opening up. So do you train while you're when you go on a little vacation like that, or do you take a couple of days off? Well, so I'm I'm in the gym Monday to Friday, yeah. and I usually leave as soon as I'm out of the gym on Friday, head over, come back like Sunday late afternoon, and then oh. go back at it on Monday. What That's are you like, trying to What are you trying to like work on this summer? What are you trying to get better at? Dudes were saying your handshake was stronger when you just shook his hand here. So it's all upper body, or what are you doing? <laughs> uh, well. Kind of just trying to put on weight. I've um, uh, I'm on a new program to put on weight, and I've I've already put on ten pounds this summer. Jesus. So what kind of program is that? Is it just like a weight specified it's program, like or is it food? It's intense. like McDonald's. Well, it, it's I'm eating like <laughs> gotta have good stuff, but that is good stuff, but not healthy. I'm uh, I'm eating like thirty six hundred calories a day. And then it's awesome for me because I love eating, but 
<laughs> good thing for it's me. It's positive for me that I get to eat all that. Just it's got to be healthy stuff like sweet potatoes, rice, all that. Good, What'd you have for breakfast carbs. this morning? Had a couple eggs, toast, avocado, stuff like that. So avocado is a new thing. It's it's a superfood. It's been a thing. Superfood. That's the term. Superfood like spinach. Spinach oh. is another superfood. Kale. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big superfood guy, right? Blueberry. Or blueberries are superfoods. I don't know. I just know the uh, the green veggies. They're they're the, they're the way to go. Yeah. I do the thing. I do the the smoothies in the morning because I hate vegetables and fruit and oh, all yeah? that shit. So first thing in the morning, <laughs> I'll just chuck in blueberries, spinach, uh, cucumber, uh, chia seeds, all that stuff that you oh, just yeah. don't want to eat throughout the day. That's, and then that it's that like I'm done. Horrible. Oh, it tastes. Oh, it's a terrible smoothie. It tastes terrible. But the rest of the day, you know, you can eat whatever you want. That's my rule of thumb. <laughs> The life of an adult, eh? You just get it out of the way. So when you had, you must have had this conversation with your parents, like, all right, mom, dad, here's what we need in the fridge at all times. Well, I got an app. It's like a Under Armour fitness app, my my fitness pal or something. Under Armour. And um, you you can keep track of how many calories you're eating. You can keep track of what you're eating, your your weight, when you're exercising, and all that. It asks you like, how big are you? It asks you. Like how much weight you're trying to put on, if you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to stay the same, Jesus. all that, and it, it works really well. I've been following that app, and it really helps me. So you just put like the food that you eat, like everything is like automated in there. So like when you, if you put spinach in, it just like that tells you how many calories it has yeah. on like just like a rough basis. Yeah. Jesus, that's crazy. Makes so we'll, it easy. When the parents go grocery shopping, do they just know what to get automatically, Kinda. or do you have to go with them? They, I just give them ideas, and then I just kind of make meals from there. Oh, you cook yourself? Sometimes depends. Depends on the day, honestly. Do you what have to meal feel? prep? Sometimes. Like put them in the Tupperwares. And yeah. Separate them for all week. I just try and. Cause obviously I'm still 16. Like I can't really. I'm not gonna be making all my meals on yeah. my own. Really, my mom <laughs> living with my parents still. So why not have? Well, yeah, most 16 year olds do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. He's like, yeah, you cook. I was like, oh, that's good though. Am I making you feel bad? You don't cook for yourself. No, I always cook for myself. I'm just trying to. I always, I always try to think back to when I was like, if we have a guest on that's like 19 or 20, and then trying to think back to like a 16 year old, like what was I doing at 16? <laughs> no. I definitely wasn't cooking. Definitely wasn't doing laundry. No, fuck no. Kidding me? I'm not even gonna tell you what I was doing. So we'll skip that all together. Yeah, you're making us feel bad over here. 16 year old in the queue. What, you think you're better than me? <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. Saying I made my own food, that was a little bit of a lie. but It's a bit of a stretch for the kid. I, I, I can make, like, sweet potato fries. That's the go-to for me. Yeah, That's yeah, a really yeah. healthy thing to eat. That's like a snack for me. It takes a while to make, though. It's like 45 minutes just to have one or two sweet potatoes. That's why I eat, like, pizza pockets for snacks and shit. It's way faster, you know? And you put on weight, so there you go. Maybe <laughs> you could jump on the pizza pocket diet. You're saying I put on weight? <laughs> <laughs> think you're better than me i did although my my midget shirt does fit now so that, uh, maybe never did yeah. never did um so congrats on your first year man yeah quebec Thank major you. junior hockey league you're wearing the yellow jersey for schwinnigan yeah how was that how do you uh, you know you nervous going into camp what's the feeling like being a 16 year old in the queue right now so i actually had a little bit different of a story because when i went up to training camp my, I separated my shoulder a week or two, or two weeks before that, so <sighs> I was upset. I couldn't really try out. So when I went up, I was only up there for like two days, and the team was asking me to stay a little bit longer, meet the guys and all that, and I was like, I don't know if there's a chance of me really making the team because I can't try out, I can't mm-hmm. prove myself, all that. So I was upset. I went home, and I was dead set on playing another year in midget. 
And then uh, I got a call and there was a spot that opened up and they wanted me to come up and I signed and it was great. Started out a little rough. English guy in a French city, yeah. 16. Well, yeah. I started out at 15. It was pretty hard. And Jesus. My billets were awesome. English, they were English-speaking family, so it was awesome. And I mean, as the year went on, I just got closer and closer with the guys and I started getting an ear for the French and... <laughs> I mean, by the end of it, it was the best time. I'm like, really excited to get up there again. So you didn't speak any French at all going in? Well, actually, I started, I took French immersion for the first, well, until grade nine. Yeah. And then, um, so that really helped me kind of as a base, but. Yeah, just regular Quebec. words. Yeah, yeah. You get to Quebec and it's just completely <laughs> different. It's not even the same language. It's like Newfie French. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You must have made some hell of an impression in those two days. <laughs> No, I, like, I, I, I couldn't do? even get on the ice. So what'd you do? You just sat in the dressing room, talked to the boys, just kind of shook some hands. And <laughs> kissed babies. Like, you see that Matt McDonald, the way he sits in the room? Holy shit, we so got to bring him up. That must, was Shawinigan like one of the teams that you talked to in Midget? Because I know obviously you guys went all the way that year because we were there too. But yeah. were they one of the teams that like reached out or were they one of the teams that was the most interested in you or did they not talk to you at all? They were one of the last teams to call me. And it might have been one of the shortest, one of the shorter talks of all the calls that I had, hmm. but um, no, it, it was great. Like I, because the the more calls you get, you kind of get a routine kind of because they right. ask all the same questions. So by the end of it, I guess I must uh, set a good impression. And Paul Armstrong's the 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 maritime scout, so he was the one I was talking to, and we still text to this day. And he's a great guy and. Yeah, it was a, we built a great relationship there. So, yeah. so what type of questions did they ask you? Do you remember? Well, they ask, um, what kind of player are you? Ooh, that's a tough question to answer, like as yourself, <laughs> yeah. you know? And then what, what role you think you'll play in the queue? Um, <laughs> if you were to make the team, uh, would you be okay living away from home? I mean, that's yeah, you that's can't kind really of say granted. No, I'm out. <laughs> and then uh, they they ask, "Where do you think you'll get drafted? Are you interested? All that." They they start out with, "Are you interested?" Because if you say no, then calls over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wasn't one to say no to many teams. So why would you? Exactly. Because it was this something that you know was this a goal of yours was to play in the queue or did yeah. you think about maybe the school route? Like I know a lot of people nowadays take that route or was that just like plain and simple that was your goal that's what you wanted to do uh, well for me growing up in Halifax watching the moose heads obviously the queue is like number one for me for but sure I always had that backup plan kind of lurking around mm. but I mean obviously the queue is for me it's the way to go I get that extra year because my late birthday I get an oh, extra yeah. year before my draft year so I'm really happy about that and I think oh. with a young team the young team that we have, great skill, good hard-working team. I think we're going to do a really good next year and even the year after. You guys, you go, yeah, you go ahead. You have a new rink up there? I don't know how new it is, yeah. but it's on the newer side of the league. Yeah, It's not as old as some of the ones. Because I, I remember when they won the Mem Cup or they won the league. I remember that that was the year it was like a brand new rink that year. And that been, was only yeah. like five years ago. I don't know. I can't say a number, okay. to be honest, but it, it, it's brand new. Yeah. It's... it's a wonderful rink yeah for the fans like we have diehard fans probably the best fans in the league and they uh they love it they're always cheering we got the 
the chop when we score. They're all chopping like <laughs> that. It's awesome. <laughs> Does it sell out every game? Not every game, no. But we, I think we averaged 2,800. And the way the rank's set up, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's like the lower bowl. And then there's the upper bowl, but we always sell out the lower bowl. That's it, good. It's good for pictures yeah. too. Oh yeah. Do you know how much the rink holds? I think it's above, maybe five thousand or above. I think it's above five thousand because we've had, we've had close to five five thousand this year in like the teddy bear toss and the home opener games. The teddy bear toss. Did you get to play in the teddy bear toss game? Don't get me started. Oh, on that what one. happened? Oh no. I didn't mean <sighs> to flip the stone on you, man. But that's what this is for. Get it out, bud. Get so, it on your chest. So obviously, <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't get a goal this year, but that was probably the closest game I've ever been to scoring this year. <sighs> and how cool would it have been to score your first one when all the fans are throwing the teddy bears <laughs> on the ice? And So basically, I think it was my first shift. I got on the ice, and it was, that's a 10 out of 10 reception there. Yeah, yeah, great pass. But in a game, that's like the odds are against you there. You're shaking. You're all excited. The fans are going nuts, and... I was. I just had to go to the bench. I was all pissed off, and I'm just. I'm just taking deep breaths. I'm trying to get back in the game, and then I think it was the second or third period. I got out, and I got a backdoor pass. Another one. I think it was like three-two game or three-one. For you guys? Yeah. Yeah. I got a backdoor pass. Goalie's out of the net. Like nobody <laughs> saw me coming. I came off the bench. Get the puck, and I. I tried to one-touch it, and I whiffed on it. No. Puck went to the side of the net. <laughs> Puck went to the side of that, and best part about it, they took a picture, and it's, it was in the newspaper. No. It was in the newspaper, so my billets sent the newspaper home, and I have it framed on my fridge right now. <laughs> the time you, you know what? Scored. You'll always remember that, though, right? That's oh, like yeah. one. That's your big memory, and you're like, "Fuck, man!" Closest man. I've been to scoring. I got to bear down next year. Oh yeah. So obviously, as a 16 year old, in my head, you're, you're getting limited ice time. Mm-hmm. Was that was that the case for you as well? Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I was I was scratched a few times. Mm. I mean, that happens. A couple games, I wasn't playing much, but you know that's the way it goes, and everybody's gonna get go through that once in a, once in a lifetime. And you know, for me, I just had to stick through it, stay positive, and that's the biggest thing. I think my positivity really helped me get through the year, and. There were games where I was getting more ice time, and I thought I I should be playing more all the time. And there was games yeah. that I wasn't getting ice time, and I was I just had to stay positive on the bench. Honestly, they want you to think like that, though. You know yeah. what I mean? They want you to sit there and go, "I should be playing more. I should yeah. be playing more," because that's just that's you mentally pushing yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's I I, I knew that was going to be the case. Six is very rare, especially where you went at 15. They didn't mm-hmm. even get to see you in tryouts. Exactly. The yeah. fact that you were there is amazing. So that means they were so high on you going in. So it was just like, you know, you roll with the punches and exactly. you just keep going from there because now next year, you know, you'd maybe be a big dog. What's one thing you learned about yourself as a 16-year-old in the queue? What's one thing you want to improve on? I think, well, for me, I think speed wasn't really a difference for me because okay. that's kind of my strength mm-hmm. in the game. But size, that's why I've been trying to put on weight this year and this summer. And I think that's going to be the biggest thing. And I know now what to expect. Yes, that's And I know biggest. that it's it's not that far <laughs> off, I think. A lot of people come to the league, they get scared of the size of the players and all that. But for me, I know what to expect now. And going into my second year, I'm excited and I'm really ready, I think, in my opinion. but It's crazy what that first year can do for a player just mm-hmm. going into the league. I know it would probably be the, the exact same way first year, like major midget. You're going in there, you're young, you're just like, okay, well, now I know what to expect. And that second year, you work your ass off in the summer and you come back and you're like, okay, I know how to handle myself oh, yeah. and you can do some things. For sure. I mean, my first year going into midget, I had a rough start 
I think I didn't have a single point until probably October or something. I wasn't getting ice time either in midget. And I just, I talked to Tim and Tim got me in the room and he actually made me a, uh, it was like a checklist. So every game I'd come off and we'd sit in the coach's room and we'd say, did you have this many hits? Did you win this many uh, 50, 50 battles? Did you have this many shots on net? And every game we go through that. And if I had more checks than X's, then yeah. I know I, I played a good game. And it's yeah. just going up from there. And each game I try to have more checks and try to, you know, just get better and build some confidence. And once I had more that's confidence, and that's the biggest thing is confidence. Yep. Big time. How, how do you build on that, do you think, in the queue? Like, what's one thing, like, you want to build on when it comes to confidence? Is it getting that first shot? Is it, you know, like you said, I know the, the size factor. What's one thing that, you know, you think you have to work on other than the size factor to put, like, pucks in the net? I think for me it's just focusing on one shift at a time. Yeah. Like, you come back to the bench, you missed a pass, you didn't hit a guy, you didn't pick up your man and they mm-hmm. got a shot on net or stuff like that. You didn't win a 50-50 battle on the boards come back to the bench you really just got to think about what's next what's going ahead and really just push yourself next shift and that's all like our team that was our mentality we'd say next shift and we'd always just go off that you can't do anything about the other one no exactly it's behind you now so did you get to play in the metro center or the scotiabank center this year yeah how was that awesome It it was it was a time man like it was a dream come true for me yeah yeah growing up just watching the moose heads i'm like this is insane like i can't wait i hope i play this level and then when i finally got there seeing all my family in the stands and they got a couple sky boxes to watch me there and no the team did shawinigan did no my family had okay and all my friends were there from school and they were all just taking videos taking pictures of me and it's pretty cool is it everything you thought it was going to be or would like because obviously every hockey player has that vision of what it would be like to be out there in front of all the fans and all that shit in your family. But then when ev- eventually when it happens, was it like, is that how you pictured it or was it way different? It was, it was surreal. Honestly, I, it's hard to remember for me. Cause I was just, I was so focused on the game. And yeah, you have to, I had to have such a good game cause everyone I knew was there. Yeah. <laughs> and it was probably the best game I've had all year. Really? Yeah. And I was getting a lot more ice time there probably just cause I was, I was in Halifax, but they were playing me. I was just going with it, and we had a good game. I think we ended up winning 7-2 or something like that, and our first line had, like, they had all seven goals or something like that. It was insane. <laughs> they they had a night to remember that line there. So, so what do you do? Do you go out there and you just buzz around and get pucks deep and run bodies, or do, oh, they, yeah. do they have, like, a specific setup for, for you and the you and your line mates? Um, I think our line was more like an energy line. Yeah. Just kind of – we played shutdown role, too, quite a True. bit, and – you know that's the biggest thing. You go out there, you just gotta, you gotta go with it, and ca- trying to get momentum on your team's side so that when the next team goes out, it's just that next shift mentality, and right. they, they gotta keep going, and you build off the last shift in front of you. It's cool that you got to experience two sides of the game and two sides of the games. Game. Let me talk here. These past two years, Max. You know, you're that top. You're that stud. You're that guy that's going in and getting the goals. Mm-hmm. And then this year, you had to take a little bit of a back seat, and then you kind of get to observe the game a little bit more. Yeah, it's kind of cool how you can deal with both sides of the game and keep a level head. Because you know, you know, let's be honest. There's some guys that are they're a stud and major midget, and they go 
and they have to go up and kind of take a back seat and they don't take it that lightly. Yeah. They, it's, it, it hits their ego. Yeah. The fact that you're able to take it and just be like, okay, I got to learn. I got to get bigger. I got to get a little bit better. It's good that you're able to take that. It shows a lot about your character. Mm. Coaches and a lot of scouts and agents will see that and be like, all right. Character is probably one of the biggest things they look for. Character and what kind of like, you know, when we played, I, they never once asked me like what my family did or where I was, you know, they knew where I was from. They asked me a couple of hockey questions and that was it. Nothing about character, anything about that. Yeah. So now that's probably one of the biggest things, right? But I mean, that's a, that was a dream for you. You're not going to just go, oh, I'm not playing, so I'm out. Yeah. You know, like you push for everything. I'm freezing right now. I got to go put my hoodie on. <laughs> you actually thought like you yeah. shaking. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, look like you're shaking, man. Freezing, so. We got to get a Tom. heater down here in the basement. Just watch the watch the thing there. Anyways, what's the rest of the plans for uh, the summer? Going back to PEI, taking the shortcut? Yeah, I think we're, go- <laughs> we're going up again this weekend. Are coming, you actually? Yeah. Oh, yeah. As long as that bubble stays open because, geez, PEI, five cases in two days or something. I don't know how many they had today. But no was- way. Oh, yeah. You didn't hear about that? No. Like, dude, I'm so focused. I'm yeah. All like, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's nuts. Your so, shortcut's going to be screwed now, buddy. <laughs> well, what did they say uh, right before you got here? NHL just tweeted there was, what, 35 new cases of COVID? Yeah. <sighs> it's, you know, it's tough. Like, you really think they're going to open the league up with new cases coming every day? It's tough, man. The yeah. thing is, lucky is you guys don't have American teams. So, yeah. it's like, that's the biggest that's thing right thing now. Is the, the queue, is the, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, they used to have Lewiston, I guess, but. Yeah, but think about it. They got guys from Ontario that come to the queue. If the whole NHL goes to Toronto, there's people from all over the world that play in the NHL. Yeah. Guys from Europe everywhere, you know. It's yeah. it's tough. Who knows? But they gave you guys a date, didn't they? October? October 1st, that's what they planned for. I just don't know. I don't know when or how that'll happen, honestly. There's so many questions up in the air. Yeah, it's, it's really up in the air right now. I, I honestly, like October school. 1st is a stretch. That that's that's coming up quick and yeah that's we're true. almost halfway through July I know oh yeah how was school up there that was another one of my questions what's the, was it an all French school half half English half so French so it's I'm pretty lucky I'm really lucky because Schwinnigan has a English high school no way yeah they have an English school there from grade one to twelve or grade one to eleven because they don't have grade twelve but uh, yeah so it, it was awesome I got to go there and actually get a high school experience and it was right across the street from the rink yeah like it was parallel to the parking lot so you could just walk yeah i just well, i'd finish school walk over get ready for practice how far were your billets from the rink they lived uh about five minutes dude so you could just you're literally just in a triangle you're yeah. just going yeah <laughs> that's oh, yeah. sick something awesome. tells me that that rink was built for hockey so that when they drafted the english kids and they came to play. They needed somewhere for them to go to school. It's right across from the rink. Something's fishy there. Could I be. Wanna know the, I want to know the length of the story now. Can you find <laughs> out for me? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, hey, coach, I uh, was just wondering why they built was the English high school. Was it built for the English guys? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, see you, bud. Was there any other English guys on the team this year? Oh, we had Leon Denny. He's from Cape Breton. He was 19 this year. Denny. Yeah. Who don't we know? Well, there's Isn't there like a tough guy, Denny? With, yeah. Uh, well, Chad Denny, I know, played for Lewiston in the queue. Oh, yeah. It's pretty tough. Yeah. There's, there's been a few that we've played against, too. Cool. It's a big Cape Breton name. Denny. Yeah, he, he kind of took me under his wing this year. How old is he? Ropes. He was 19 this year. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So, so is he the only, only other English guy? Well, we had uh, we had a guy we picked up from the O. He was He's a Russian, but he 
he lived in Ontario for a bit and played midget there. So he didn't count as a Euro, but uh, he came over, I think, in November. And he was with us for the rest of the season. So he, he was pretty fluent in English. Did he have the Russian accent? Oh, yeah. Oh, man, that's sick. I love it. <laughs> what did he do? He must have done something that was weird. He must have. Yellow laces? No, no. He he just had a wicked one-timer. He, he had the... <laughs> that, that, that is a Russian He thing. had the, uh, the, sure. the blade just taped at the toe. So, you know, like the OV. Yeah, white tape, black tape. Was, I think it was white tape. Yeah, it's, it's I think cocky. it switched. I think it switched back and forth. But did you say that was cocky? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, just the yeah. white, the white tape at the very toe. <laughs> oh yeah. As soon as you said that, strip, man, I was I like, think. man, that's such a Russian thing. They had to just electric one time. Just a you know? wicked. We'd stick him on the the left <laughs> or the right side, and just feed him the puck one time, or just it was like keeping last year. You remember yeah, keeping yeah, one yeah. time oh, yeah, last man. year? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I forgot about that one time. That's all he did was hit one. He never talked. Keeping you having fun at the telescope? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Good. <laughs> I like, just oh. remember there's one shift there <laughs> at the Telus Cup where uh, three guys, I think we were playing Toronto, and three guys came to hit him, and they just bounced off and <laughs> bounced off and bounced off. And keeps, he's not even trying. He's just standing there with the boards. Yeah. He's like, oh, oh sorry. Jesus. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I, yeah. I never heard him talk once, man. But he, no. he banged some bodies. Oh. I'll tell you that. He was <laughs> looking to, him and Bard boy. were looking to kill people. Oh, yeah. Like, any guy that they could put in a hospital, that's what they were trying to do. Keeping was just like, oh, I'm just big. I'm just going to kill people. But Bayard's like that. He goes for it. I think I could it. text my dad just to let him know. You think we're done at what time? Uh, We're 30 minutes in, so probably another, like, 30 minutes if you got it. Why? Just because he, he'll be picking me up. That, that was going to be one of my questions. If you got your beginners while you were down there, you got your license. I got my I got my begin, my uh, beginners at Christmas time. I just finished doing driver's ed. I had to do the uh, 10 hours in class or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, that that's, that's what Cam said too. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah, no, we did it. So he was doing it in Bedford. Yeah, I was doing it with Oscar in Halifax. Oh yeah. So we both had the nine to four. <laughs> just, just got on. You guys are all on the same schedule, eh? Just, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We work out together. <laughs> work go out on together. the ice together. <laughs> so what time's driver's head tomorrow? <laughs> and then, uh, so I just booked. They opened up today to book the lessons with the instructor to drive in the car. So oh, I need yeah. ten hours of that. Oh, that's the best part. That was always the part I look forward to, obviously. It's just getting in the car with the guy and driving. You got to get a good guy, though. I've heard horror stories of you got a guy who's just a complete dick because you didn't parallel park the correct way. You didn't look from oh, 4 yeah. o'clock over your shoulder. Like, there's some guys <laughs> out there that are just... Very serious. Very serious. <laughs> Keys to get a good guy. Did I ever tell you the story about my guy? What happened? I didn't even know you had your license. <laughs> Maybe I don't. Here's the story. <laughs> so one day where I got to do it and uh, I waited the last day. Like, what is it? You, you got to wait six months yeah. and then you can apply. So whatever. Oh, I waited geez. I waited like five months and 29 days. So like I needed that one day to actually do my driver's test. And I completely I didn't forget. I was just probably too lazy to do it. <laughs> so there was no test available in Halifax because obviously Halifax is packed. But the guys, like if you go out to Churro, they have avail <laughs> availability there. So I'm like, all right, I guess I'm going to Churro. So I drive out to Churro. And it's funny because the day before, you're in the call, uh, the day before driving test, I had a game in Churro because I was playing Junior A at the time, and there was a huge fight, big uh, brouhaha. Anyways, my driver instructor up in Churro was at the game. Oh, <laughs> so geez. we're in the car the whole time just driving around, and this was a fight where, like, the Rossies got in a huge tilt. Yeah. and just It was just one of those games. <laughs> And the whole time, we're not even really talking about driving or stopping or parallel parking talking or put, the putting the emergency brake on. We just, we're like, we're driving around the city of Churro where there's literally like two lights. 
one stop sign so you're just driving <laughs> and the next thing you know 20 minutes goes by we pull in and i was like so did i pass and he goes he's just looking at his board and he's like yeah he's passed good job didn't ask me one driving question really just all right yeah just keep going you're good to go good game good uh good rivalry series against Truro. you guys talk about the game the whole time you know like he chucked in a couple driving things every now and <laughs> then right. but like yeah 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 turn right here okay it's going yellow so just go through it you're good to go <laughs> just like you know nothing yeah, so that nothing, fight last yeah night. <laughs> He, well, I Rosky know guy, you didn't fight. Oh no, I wasn't even. This was. I was like. This was like my first year junior. I wasn't even on the ice. That makes sense. Never any, getting a tilt. You got to get a good guy. What's that? Ever getting a tilt? Yeah, we fought. You two did. Yeah. First, it was. It was my, my second fight, fight in junior A. It was his first center ice at the forum. Really? After our last year midget. Is this planned? A little bit. <laughs> he texted me at lunchtime. We went to the same high school, and he texted me. He goes, "Hey, Belly, we got to get in a fight today." Because yeah. apparently your teammates were chirping you. Yeah, I was. I played on the edge, so but I always just started shit and then just skated away. Oh yeah, kind of like a marshy, eh? Exactly like him. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, that's a great compliment. Thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate that. I um, try and model my game after him too. He's why a not? Player. Fucking right, he is. Are you kidding me? That's a really fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you hate him in the crowd, he's a a great player. Oh yeah, love love to have him on your team, but just hate to play against. Yeah, that's kind. Of, yeah, that sounds about right. So, anyways, I was like, man, my team's on me. <laughs> I got I got to because I was like, fuck, I'm going to pound him, right? Because, you know, he's a city kid, the nice city, you know, where'd you live? If you think I'm West? skinny now, you should have seen me then. <laughs> red hair and stuff. Like, red hair is not intimidating, right? In my head. So, anyways, he, well, he, we, they hemmed us in. I was, I think I was on the fourth line. I definitely was, actually. And they hemmed us in for like a minute and a half, and I was just so fucking pissed off that I was like, whatever. I just yelled across the ice. I'm like, Belly, we doing this now? And he was like, yeah, I guess. So we just went up to center. I squared up, and then I was, we more just danced. Until he hit me, and I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Hit him by accident. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and I was like, whoa, and it kind of shook me a bit, but I would say I probably won, but. You ever get in a fight this year? No. Did you I want to? to? I wanted to. Nice. I asked a guy, and he was like, what are you going to do about it? I was like, I just asked you. To <laughs> what, are, what are you doing? <laughs> Let's drop him right now. He's like, what are you going to do? Who are you? I was looking at my jersey. I was like, I just gave Where away. was he from? What team? How old was he? Quebec. I think he was just 17. Yeah, you could have taken him. Yeah. You doing any boxing at all this summer? I did last summer. I'm hoping to get a couple in this year. You got to change. You got to talk to uh, Patty Hall. Wasn't he a boxer? He's, he's, he's a great a killer. He's the killer. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple good guys around here that could teach you how to fight. There's a couple. He's not gonna need to fight, man. He's a speedster. My, uh, it's always nice to know, though. Just you true know, safety. You got to do it. Yeah. You know, as soon as you do it, you're like, oh, okay, that was like, even if you do get hit, like, I've you been learn a, as you go. I've I've got my yeah. ass I've got do my you? ass kicked plenty of times not plenty but it's happened and even when you do get hit your adrenaline is just going oh yeah so you don't feel it till the next morning Mm -hmm. and that's fine oh you're some fired up after a fight even if you you even if you get your ass handed to you you're just like (gasps) i love the guys we had we had a couple guys they got hit right in the eyebrow or whatever right by the eye so they couldn't wear a visor because the stitches or whatever. So then they come back with the fish bowls, or they get hit on the chin and they come back with the fish bowls. It's come awesome. on! Third period, they'd be rocking the fish bowl and it fogged. Funny, oh fogged yeah. up. Man. It was awesome. There was one guy when we played for the Max. We, you guys, is the Gatineau tournament still around? Did we didn't go? do that. We didn't. We did the Ottawa Ottawa one, but the, the, I think that's it's, still that's around. Like the Gatorade Cup or something, wasn't it? The uh, tournament, the Ottawa one? No. No, that's like the Junior Sens or something. They, d- they did it this year, too. 
They've been doing it. Ottawa and Gatineau are like Dartmouth and Halifax. Yeah, you throw a rock to it. Yeah. Anyway, so we're at this Gatineau tournament when we played for the Max, and there was what what is under eighteen? Yeah, because they actually changed the league name yeah. under eighteen. So we played this team who were like under nineteen, and they're from the states. What was Detroit, the Detroit Beltire? Beltire, Detroit, and these guys were nasty. Like we were on a high. Like we made it to the quarterfinals. We had no business being in the quarterfinals <laughs> at that tournament. No business. None. But so picture like just picture you're the max like yeah. just rolling into a probably back then you guys were on a high because you made it to the fucking Telus Cup. Yeah. But <laughs> when we're going, we're like we had just no business being there, and we walk into the actual Gatineau rink at the time, like where the junior oh, team yeah. plays. We roll in, you know, chest high, like oh yeah, we're gonna fucking we're gonna win this thing. <laughs> and then this Bell Tire team under 19, they roll in, they all got their fish bowls on, just laughing at us. Made it, what was the final score? Six one. Yeah, six one. They it was just ridiculous and ever since that game i've always hated fish bowls just because all those boys were wearing fish bowls just fucking skating around put it this way man there was like 11 or 12 of those guys that went on to play d1 like within a year from there wow and like we were just a bunch of guys from like fucking eastern shore and you know what i mean like you said we had no business being there our coach wouldn't let us come off the ice until we hit someone that's all i kept the game sheet yeah we had like 180 penalty minutes or something you couldn't fight Different worst, times. Worst drink you hated playing in this year. Because I didn't like that Gatineau rink. No. I don't know. I think I think this is pretty common, but the Bay Camo rink, there is the, – the boards are wooden. Oh. The boards are wooden. I, I'd love to play there if it was my team just because the, the goal horn is so loud. <laughs> the fans are crazy. The, the jumbotron's, like, almost right down on the ice. <laughs> you can, like, flick it up with a puck and, and hit it, it. The, the ceiling's, like, slanted like that and – there's so it's like three rows on the left side and then like nine or eleven on the the right side. <laughs> Jesus, it's a it's a weird setup. And they it, have the uh, the the like Quebec fans. They have the bell, don't they? Like it's a yeah, thing. They have they, the they bell. The cowbells going and the whole game. No, just like big hits, goals, stuff like that. Do you ever just sit sit there and just like take it all in in every rank? You know what I mean? You just look around. And you're just like, we holy do shit. That before before each game, we kind of get a chance to. Like for the 16s at least to look at the rink and kind of know, hmm. like for Quebec, yeah, you don't want to be looking up at the stands and you'll get lost. And <laughs> and the videotron or whatever it's called. Oh, cause the girls. No, <laughs> the size of the rink. Have you seen that thing? Oh, oh, sorry, Quebec. I thought you meant just like. In, oh, sorry, <laughs> I was lost there. Okay, yeah, I got you. I got you. Uh, now, now I know where your focus was when you were. Playing. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh yeah, you got a girlfriend, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. All right, keep going. <laughs> yeah, no, but. <laughs> yeah, we had to go look on the bench because the rink was so big. So we'd go sit on the bench while we're taping our sticks and stuff just to get a feel for the rink because as soon as you get on the ice, you look up in those stands and you're lost. Yep, NHL completely off size. the game. NHL size oh, yeah. rink. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was for an NHL team. Oh, yeah, then Seattle came to, in. Yeah, yeah, they were trying to get that team. Ooh, that's a shot at them. Nice, I like that. What was uh, I was just going to ask something on yeah, that Yeah, I know, topic. I just had, I had an unreal question. Yeah, oh yeah, I can imagine it was an unreal question. Something about poutine, maybe, or something. Oh, no. God. Why, why, why? I got a funny story about poutine. Oh, hit us with some stories then. So, I think it was one of the games or something. I was in the stands. We lost. And it was me and uh, one of the 19-year-olds who was my driver at the time. So, he was in the stands as well. And we went down and we just, everybody in the room was bummed. And we're like, all right, let's go get some poutine. So we went, and we went to a restaurant kind of in between the two of us. And 
this is my first time having Quebec poutine because, like, obviously I've had it in Halifax, but there's no, it's not the same. No, not not even close. So we get to the restaurant and we're sitting beside each other or across from each other, and I'm looking at the the menu and it's all in French, and I'm like, okay, come on, Matt, you can do this. <laughs> like, I've read French before. Don't embarrass myself. And I'm just reading. I'm like, Italian poutine. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> like, what could that be? Like, a couple peppers in there, a couple sauces, and. And he's like, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> I get the poutine. I don't know who thought this was a good, di- a good idea. <laughs> Fries, marinara sauce, oh. sausages. Ugh. Yeah. There was no, there was nothing. There's no like no cheese, gravy. no cheese. There's curd, no cheese? No, no. Marinara sauce. How are you going to call that poutine? It tasted like a Walmart pasta or something. Ugh. <laughs> uh. I would be furious. I would never get poutine again. That's ah, disrespectful to Canada almost. Can't call that a poutine. No. I was I was livid. I was walking out of there. I was like, what is this? This isn't poutine. What do you call this? Was that one, was that one thing that people were like, oh, man, the poutine in Quebec's going to be awesome? Or did you just Not really. It? I think they're just so used to eating it that they just don't have it that often. Yeah. They have it out of the womb. Like, it's just there. Yeah, that's their food. Yeah. For that sure. sucks. How much did you spend on that? money's tight when you're him, you know. Probably, the, you probably know? 14. 14. 14 bucks. 14 bucks, which is like. That's a qu- movie. That's like a quarter of my paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> that's a movie <laughs> with a large popcorn, a pop. And eh, maybe not a large popcorn and a pop, but that's definitely a movie and like a treat. Oh, yeah. See, that's where you, that's why you didn't go far. What? You were trying to spend oh, your time going to the, the movies. movies. Yeah. Eat, drink, and Man, pop. I, you love. I'm right. I remember the first thing. You remember Stephen Woodworth? Yeah. Remember him? Well, he was my billet in junior. The, the, the. The hour he moved in, we didn't even unpack his shit. We were right to the movie theater. I want to go see a movie? Yeah, sure. A little date? Junior was such a movie thing. It was just like, all oh, right, yeah. let's go we, to a movie. All the boys, like, we'll have a Wednesday night. Who, who goes see a movie on a Wednesday night? Yeah. You guys. We'll have a Wednesday night <laughs> yeah. movie or a Wednesday night practice. After the practice, boys are like, oh, yeah, let's go watch a horror movie. And I can't because it's in French, so I'm sitting at home playing video games. But. <laughs> so you don't go to the movies? They're all in French. There's not one English movie. There's a... So that's in Schwinningen, but okay. in Three Rivers, Trois Rivières, it's like thirty minutes away. It's the bigger city, and great city. It's uh, they they have one English movie theater in that city, and it's uh, they play English movies on one one two times a week, one showtime on a Thursday night and one showtime on a Sunday night. That sucks. So I was lucky enough. We had a Sunday night off we had sunday off one week and myself and leon uh we went and watched the joker sick because we were both excited to see that movie at least you got a sick movie in though exactly i was like i gotta see this movie and there's no way i'm waiting until i'm back home at christmas time so yeah you everyone will ruin it for you yeah exactly how much you look forward to christmas break so much in junior hockey especially i think everybody does i look forward to it playing junior hockey here i couldn't imagine looking forward to it living away from home oh yeah you're just like you're making plans like a month before all right boys <laughs> here's what we're doing monday tuesday yeah, wednesday we, I thursday had, i had a, like people would ask me to hang out i'm like all right i gotta check my calendar where i can fit you in like, <laughs> legit yeah because you gotta thing. make time for family you gotta make time for friends all that so well that's you'll have that small period of time to jam that all yeah, in, and then man. i was still working out still going on the ice because you don't want to be out of it 14 days back home and then go back and you got a game the next weekend especially in your position yeah you know what i mean where you can't just come in and be like ah, i'll, I'll sweat yeah, it out coach exactly. you know yeah he's just like okay keep going 
That's brutal. So There's, do people yeah. recognize you when you're walking down through the streets of Schwinnigan and shit? They're like, Mathieu, oh my God. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Do you wear your tracksuit to high school? I'd wear the jacket once in a while. We got a nice pea coat that I always wear. That's oh, yeah. nice. Looking like a scout. Oh, yeah. Walk around with like a <laughs> clipboard. It's got QMJH all in the back. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Cool. That's when you know you made it. Yeah. Right there. That's that was the my logo. dream was to get the coat. Never did. <laughs> get the pea coat. We walk around town. Yeah. Probably get a couple free meals around the town. Hey, don't worry about it, boys. You got no, the Q jacket on. It's Any word cool on when you're heading back? Uh, Shall I we? I was talking to the GM yesterday. He's, he was sending an email out today, but I haven't seen it yet. Um, Too busy working out. They're, they're, uh, <laughs> I think they're aiming for late August, early September for training camp. And then I know they were trying for October 1st for the season to start. But right. I don't know. <laughs> That's Honestly, the thing, right? Like everyone's just like, so I don't know. in the like, air. You hear rumblings of everything, and it's just like – it's just for positivity, man. People, you know, there's no sense being in the dumps about it. There's nothing we can do. I'm done worrying about it. I'm just rolling with the punches. Oh, when Steiny came over Same today, he's like, what are you guys doing? I'm like, well, this podcast, there's nothing else we can do. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm just – I'm not uh, – like when we went to Centennial the other day, like I'm not even trying to go to a rink anymore. I'm not trying to weasel around people. I'm just – So are you on the ice at all? Yeah, like twice, three times a week. We're at Centennial? Yeah. Is that where you grew up playing? Centennial. So you play for the Hawks, obviously. Yeah. You know where he actually? I shouldn't say where you live, but you live close to like our neighbor where I grew up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great neighborhood. Yeah, it is awesome. I mean, I love my street. My street. Yeah. I had like eight or nine, ten kids who were all a year or two around my age. Yeah, and we'd all like I had probably we were probably the last generation to grow up having a well, even now. Because they won't be able to to touch a kid when they're they're older because coronavirus. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's like where are you going with that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, <laughs> we um, yeah no we'd play like kick the can, man tracker, all that every night and it was awesome. How many hot and ready little Caesars have you had in your lifetime? You think? He's right next to it. I go for Domino's up the street. Domino's. I'm more of a Domino's guy, not a Little Caesars. Yeah, you're nuts. The Little Caesars, right? They got the dipping sauce, the garlic, and the chipotle mayo. He's an athlete. He doesn't need that shit. The deep dish, I I won't lie, the deep dish, and then they got the mozzarella stuffed crust or whatever. Little little Caesars? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. And then right next to it's the, they got the hotel swimming pool slide. Yeah, I used to go there. Oh, the slide was unreal. Banned. You're banned from that? Do you know where we're talking? What happened? Because I would put in <laughs> wet towels at the end of the slide. So if you wet them and then hang them from the slide, when people hit them, it slaps them. <laughs> <laughs> and so we we say, yeah, we were doing, we would just sit. That? I don't know, man. I don't know how I ever thought of it. That's but like, a great idea. <laughs> but, but anyway, some, uh, I think it might have been a, not a super young kid, but a kid that would be old enough to go down on its own. Oh, my God. And then we got an older lady and that was it. Caught our security, the <laughs> the hotel security guys. Could you get out of the pool? <laughs> it was like they wrote me off for a lifetime ban. I was like, whatever. Why were you there though? You're just there to swim. You could you could do yeah, public swim. Same with that Chateau Bedford yeah, okay. Inns or whatever the hell that is. I thought you were staying there for like something like a tournament or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, doodle staying at a hotel where <laughs> they live. Good call. We uh we uh me and my buddies got caught stealing um like bottles from there. Because we used to collect, we were, we were fundraising for a trip for Europe, and we had no money. So we used to go hotel to hotel to hotel around the city. And if you go to the back, there's a big shed full of recyclables. <laughs> you guys are bums. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> this is probably, so remember at the beginning of the podcast, I was like, what was I doing at 16? This yeah, is what I was doing. <laughs> so we'd go to, like, hotels around the city, and we'd just look for wooden sheds out back, and we'd just kind of, you know, 
get the lock and get the bottles and we'd find one buddy with a van or a truck and just load the recyclables up and we'd go to the what is the place underneath the bridge there in the north end, the it's recyclable the depot, depot. The bottle depot. And we just go there <laughs> every day. Money. <laughs> so, so don't basically what he's telling <laughs> yeah, you is everything yeah. that he's saying, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what idiots do. Like, holy yeah, shit. Yeah, well, don't put towels on the end of a slide. I was like 10, you were 16. Yeah, that's that, fair. That, that, that's pretty funny, though. I gotta get it. It's not bad, eh? It's like, <laughs> a pretty good prank. I've been I'm banned from a couple others, but we won't go there. I've been pretty close to getting banned from that place, too. We'd always just clog the water slide, have like yes. 10 guys go down and stay in the middle of it. And then <laughs> a little kid would come down and hit you in the back, and everybody would come out, and their mom would be like, what just happened? Where'd my kid go? <laughs> They do it to themselves, though. They let the public in. Oh, like, yeah. That's what happens. Not anymore. Yeah, yeah, probably, probably not. It's the doodle-a rule. It's the doodle-a rule. <laughs> they still have a picture of you behind the desk. Don't let this guy <laughs> Have you seen this, this man? Like yeah. Yeah. I only had a little mustache back then when I was 10. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. It was good times there. So how often do you look back at the your... You only played one year midget, right? Yeah. See, that's an amazing feat in its own. But how often do you look back at the run you guys had? Uh, we still text each other to this day. Like we're trying to hook up and play some uh, ball hockey all the time. Like the guys are, we we had such a great team and we were all so close. And by the end of it, like I'll remember that year forever. I remember we were trying chills. to mic you guys up for like that ball hockey thing, and that just didn't happen yeah, last second because like, like, it was like the yeah, when it was first starting up. But yeah, we missed it by a week. Yeah, we were just desperate for content, and we found out you guys were playing a ball hockey game. We're like, yeah, we're coming. We'll be there. We'll see. You. We'll see you soon. And then, no. See, that's that, that. I'm just trying to think. I was trying to think about it from your perspective there. What you just said, being a first year guy, like you said, you kind of struggled at the beginning, and then all of a sudden you start to find your groove, and you, you're getting the ice time, and you're producing. And was there? I know, obviously, the cliche answer to this would be, yeah, I knew we were going to win, or yeah, I thought we were could win. But was when was the first initial talk that like, holy shit. Like, we we literally have the team to do this right now. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure Kensington already had all their flights booked and everything. Oh, yeah, they did. So, so all the parents All the parents had their flights booked. They had their hotel rooms booked. All that. I honestly, like, how <laughs> we When we won the first game against Cole Harbor, we were like, wow, we, we can really do this right now. We can really go to Atlantix. And when we got to <laughs> Atlantix, the boys were like, we were pretty happy with that. And honestly... After the first game, we kind of struggled. I yeah, don't, no were doubt. you guys there for that one? Yeah, in yeah. Atlantics. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we were there for all of them. Yeah. Yeah. So that first game, it was it wasn't <clears throat> the most ideal game for us, and we were kind of we just hung out, just hung on to that one. I think we won like three to one. Yeah, I, I remember. And then that's um, bust legs and stuff, nerves. That's normal, right? That's just normal yeah, shit, exactly. especially for the team. That's like exactly. you guys had nothing to lose. Exactly. And then uh, yeah, because we were the the one team that we were the last kind of team to make it. I'm pretty sure. And then we were kind of a joke going into it. Oh, you mean the last team to get into Atlantic? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And then um, I think we beat the host team. Just hung on to that one, too. Kensington, right? No, 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 Charlottetown. Charlottetown. Pride or whatever it was. I think they were fresh off a win. I think they tied or something against Kensington or Moncton. And then that Moncton game, that was something else. And when we – that goal there, when we – Tied the game. Nineteen point seven yeah. seconds left. T- that put us into the finals. That's and yeah. That that was when we knew we were like, boys, we really got a shot here. And then we kind of played mind games with uh, Kensington that Saturday yeah. night. Tim came in the room. He goes, boys, make your own lines. Have fun with this game, because the real game is tomorrow. And we're like, 
this is Atlantis right now. Do you oh, <laughs> right, because you guys yeah. played Kensington and then played Kensington again. Yeah, so, so we made our own lines, just had fun with it, and he <laughs> said, if they try and chirp you, because they got Kensington boys, they had loud mouths, and so yeah. they, they were coming out there, and, we were th- and for us, like me and Mitch Camo, we were chirpers too. That was our nice. role. We'd go out there and we'd chirp. And you saw that video of him just smiling behind the net there. <laughs> That's what he told us to do, just smile and walk away. And you know what? They, they got they got pretty mad about that. And then next day when we were finally bringing it to them and chirping them, and they Winning. didn't know what to do. And our lines were all screwed. Like they, were, they thought they were planning for those lines. We came out with a brand new set of lines, and <laughs> it was awesome. That is amazing. Like that's actually – it was good That's going to go down Tim. as an under, I, underrated story. I love Timmy's motto was pressure's a funny thing. Yeah. Because when we, we said that after the first game, maybe second game we saw you, no, it was first game, we saw you guys just kind of hanging out in the hallway there. and It was very light. And you guys were just like laughing. Like Hell it was yeah. like a big, not like joke, but like you're just like, hey, whatever. Oh, that, that, like, and then, we played better when we were <laughs> loose. When we were having fun oh, with the game, we were yeah. playing better. So that's, that's why the cameras and shit didn't affect them. No, and exactly. like me and dudes we went back. That. It was just, yeah. it, it was incredible. Like me and dudes went back to where we were staying, and we were looking at each other. Like those guys didn't look like they were just in the middle of an Atlantics. They just looked like they were playing a preseason game against yeah. the Subways. Because it just, it just, you had so much fun with it. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's what I mean. I was like, fuck. I hope this isn't a distraction with the GoPro and all that shit. And you guys are doing your handshakes and you're jo- joking around. And then I'm in the room after the game. You know, you do your speech, talk about the game for a second. Then it was just like. It was like being at a dorm or something like that yeah. with the whole team. It was just like such a look. Like for us, it, I think it was just the fun of being around. I think was what we missed too, and mm. to be able to do that and yeah. and win, it's just like oh yeah, is ridiculous. And for me right now, like I took it for granted for being in a dressing room with all the boys, just having a laugh. Like yeah. right now, I miss that more than anything. Yeah, and I I know I think it's the Civic. They opened up their dressing rooms, but Centennial. I'm going on the ice there tonight. And, they still don't have their dressing rooms up, and it's just like, God, I, I I miss being on the ice with the boys and all that. So, it's a thing that you can't really explain to someone that doesn't play hockey. Just yeah. like the camaraderie that you feel in that yeah, room. Yeah, exactly. And I want to thank you guys. Like I, I know whenever we do talk to the guys or like the the parents on the max, we always you guys made us feel so welcome that that year, and it really kind of trampolined us into what you see now. Like yeah. it, it was uh, right after Atlantics. Well, obviously we came to tell us and mm-hmm. right after tell us was mem cup and after mem cup, whatever. But like you guys just gave us the confidence to like pull the camera out wherever mm-hmm. we thought was, you know, somewhat okay. And, uh, cause we could know. easily been, the, you know, the, like, especially me, like I know what my appearance is and shit, like just like a weird older guy coming around the camera. Like who the <laughs> fuck is that guy? Like, why is he video? T- why is he in the dressing room? You know, just that kind of shit. But you're right. It did. It did do that, and it says a lot about the players too. Because I like the one thing I noticed from looking at the footage. Listen, man, I watch that shit all the time. Oh yeah, so do I. Because like the fact that you guys were able to see that, I know this sounds like I'm pumping our tires, but I'm not. If I was playing in one, I would have loved to have footage hmm. of just like the dumb shit you guys did yeah, and the exactly. jokes you had and the goals you scored. So yeah, oh, yeah, man, it was it was what a ride. Hey, yeah, we talk about it to this day. Out of all the trips and things that we've done, that Atlantics and Telus Cup were two of the just even trips of a lifetime. Yeah, just great. Well, and I'm sure for you too, because that kind of, you know, that pushed you into the queue. Yeah. You know, like same thing. It was awesome, and like just to look back, like this year when I'd be on the road and stuff, just to kind of, you have that memory in your mind, but to have that on camera and to be able to go back and watch it is just a whole nother level. Definitely, it's awesome. Like I said, I, I gotta thank too. you guys for doing that. Like we all, we we're all so happy that you guys came and the 
GoFundMe and all that. We were all happy to help with that. Yeah, that was huge for us too. You guys pulled that off somehow. Yeah, that was. Whose idea was it? Uh, I don't know if we can say. Yeah, no, it was one of the parents' ideas. Just one of the parents' ideas. Yeah, with the jersey too was one of the parents' idea. The one you guys that we sold tickets on. Yeah, that was yeah, that was great. That. But that's what hockey's all about. I know when we talked about it with Steiny too, it's like, yeah, hockey players are getting dragged through the mud right now, but it's just like, you know, for every bad person, there's a thousand good people. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was. It was literally one team and a set of parents and the coaches and shit that pulled together for two idiots in red vests. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But that's just, that's the hockey culture, man. That's what happens. It's your family. It's your brotherhood, right? Which yeah. is why you said you enjoyed Shawinigan so much. Mm-hmm. And what makes, when you're positive, the boys want to be around you and then you want to be around, you know what I mean? There's exactly. no sense being... Playing in the queue, dude, that's sick. You know, as a 16-year-old, as a 15-year-old, kids aren't even getting drafted at 15, and you were playing in the queue, so that's sick. Yeah. I want to do the speed round. Oh, the speed round. Speed round. No thinking. You have to answer right away. Dude's got here early to write this down, so you better be ready for this. Should I be nervous, or? I don't know. My palms are sweating. Is that good? (laughs) Okay, ready? Yeah. Gatorade or Powerade? Gatorade. Chicken nuggets or chicken strips? Chicken strips. Tim's or Starbucks? Tim's. Debit or cash? Debit. Ooh, that was quick. Steak or chicken? Steak. Ooh, baseball or golf? Golf. Okay. Is it shinny or clear? Clear. Poutine or donair? Poutine. Oh, even after your experience? Yeah. Wow. McKay or McDonald Bridge? Or do McKay. you not know the difference? McKay. <laughs> Apple or Android? Apple. Shoot for rebound or try and snipe? <laughs> Just try and snipe, boys. High glove or rebound or five hole? Okay, that was too much thinking. Last question. Top button or high button? High button. Oh, yeah, everyone gets that one. <laughs> that one's an you easy got, one. You got you to gotta say it quicker. That's the key to it. You got to go high button I or know, low button. You got to go I high just, button or low button. I'm so interested in, in the answers, right? I'm, <laughs> I'm invested. Top, top button, high button? Yeah. Top button, high button. The top one's on your neck, like the very, very top where you, you know, for your tie. And the high button's the one under. Okay. We is, gotta, that where, is that where you got the name from? You oh, don't know where I, we got the name from? No, I, I have Even no I don't, buddy, so. Should should I bring the video up? If you want to. That's what we got it. So, essentially, growing up, my favorite show was Seinfeld. Yeah, okay. So. Do you watch it? I have one or two times. Yeah, it's tough to get into. I just started getting the humor out. I have no idea how you understood. Um, the first scene and last scene ever of Seinfeld are about a high button. George is wearing a high button. And that's just where I just like that's kind of catchy. High button. That's high we'll button. watch it. Okay, so that's the first scene, and then now you got to watch the last scene. I'll be honest, man. When I when I first thought, I thought it was something about smoking dope or something. Right here. So it was like the same thing. Yeah, the exact same thing. First I, and last scene of the show. And it wasn't even really about the scenes. It was just something about... I remember I spent like four days on trying to think of what should we name the podcast. 
And I was just like, Justin, you're being an idiot here. Stop thinking. Like, it's, it's just just whatever comes to mind. Spew. And I remember I was sitting down. I was watching TV. It was like the first episode of Seinfeld. And uh, it was like one of those marathons. And then they played the last episode back to back. And I was like, the high button. And I was like, it just kind of stuck. You know what? It's a great name. It's catchy, too. I love it. That's what I thought, too. High but button. Anyways, it kind of, you said it so many times now that it's starting to piss me off a little. Yeah, me too. <laughs> last <laughs> minute. Of, oh, you got something? Nope. Last minute of the podcast is yours. If you want to thank anyone, you want to, you know, confess to anything, you want to do anything, you just right now is your time. You know what? I just honestly, I was thinking about this earlier, and I went back this season while I was in Schwinnigan one night. I was just watching some of your videos, and I know Mavs, he was talking about this, kind of what you guys do for the community. And I, I think it was like a Frosh Week video or something when you went around <laughs> asking people. and Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I love that stuff. And being away from home, just kind of looking back what's going on in Halifax, even with the Thunderbirds. Yeah. Getting to see, because I didn't get to experience that first year with them. I didn't get to watch any games or anything. And kind of being able to see what's going on back home, that was a great experience for me, especially with you guys, just to follow along. And I'm really thankful that there's something to look add and something to watch so thank thanks you man that means a lot appreciate it thanks Almost for letting us join uh you guys last year <laughs> that meant a lot cry. i think all stuff. the boys love that all the boys were well that's what we're here for about that. we're gonna keep doing that for you we'll do a special episode for you but when you're when you're away yeah we'll, soon. We're, we're gonna come up to schwinn again and we're not gonna eat that what is what italian, italian poutine, poutine. <laughs> no we're gonna go to a real spot we're gonna get a real poutine and gravy cheese we'll come to a game and then you boys never got me mic'd up. I thought you were going to do that. We'll get you mic'd up. Oh, yeah. Well, because something was wrong with your schedule. Like, you guys played an afternoon game here or something? We, well, we went to – because the only practice we had that trip was in Charlottetown. Charlottetown, Charlottetown yeah. Yeah. So. Well, and now that's that what, I know you chirp, it's, that changes everything for me. I'll fucking bust to Schwinnigan to mic him up if he chirps. <laughs> yeah. We'll come up. We'll figure it out. Yeah, absolutely. That's one of our one of our goals for the year, if it comes back, is to do, like, a Quebec trip. Where we can go through and mic some teams up and check out some facilities and shit and show, cool. kind of show people what every team has to offer, basically, you know. Because at this point, there's a maritime kit on every team. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was never a thing when we played, dude. Yeah, yeah. I think it's pretty important for those French teams to have an English guy and, and vice versa. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. All right. We'll end it on that, Matt. Thanks once again coming on. Good thanks to see for you again. Me. We'll, uh, like I said, we'll be up there. We'll be micing you up, and you'll come back on the podcast, dudes. Whatever. I'm Justin, and we're out. See you later.
Na 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 na